You can get this full audiobook for free on Amazon, by clicking on the link in the description. Is brought to you, by the book guide. Was a teddy bear. There was no child. The man Jack's eyes were accustomed to the dim moonlight, so he had no desire to turn on an electric light. And light was not that important, after all. He had other skills. The man Jack sniffed the air. He ignored the sense that had come into the room with him, dismissed the sense that he could safely ignore, honed in on the smell of the thing he had come to find. He could smell the child, a milky smell, like chocolate chip cookies, and the sour tang of a wet, disposable nighttime diaper. He could smell the baby shampoo in its hair, and something small and rubbery. A toy, he thought, then no, something to suck, that the child had been carrying. The child had been here. It was here no longer. The man Jack followed his nose down the stairs, through the middle of the tall, thin house. He inspected the bathroom, the kitchen, the airing cupboard, and finally the downstairs hall, in which there was nothing to be seen but the family's bicycles, a pile of empty shopping bags, a fallen diaper, and the stray tendrils of fog that had insinuated themselves into the hall from the open door to the street. The man Jack made a small noise then, a grunt that contained in it both frustration and also satisfaction. He slipped the knife into its sheath in the inside pocket of his long coat, and he stepped out into the street. There was moonlight, and there were street lights, but the fog stifled everything, muted light and muffled sound, and made the night shadowy and treacherous. He looked down the hill towards the light of the closed shops, then up the street, where the last high houses wound up the hill on their way to the darkness of the old graveyard. The man Jack sniffed the air. Then, without hurrying, he began to walk up the hill. Ever since the child had learned to walk, he had been his mother's and father's despair and delight, for there never was such a boy for wandering, for climbing up things, for getting into and out of things. That night he'd been woken by the sound of something on the floor beneath him falling with a crash. Awake, he soon became bored, and had begun looking for a way out of his crib. It had high sides, like the walls of his playpen downstairs, but he was convinced that he could scale it. All he needed was a step. He pulled his large golden teddy bear into the corner of the crib, then, holding the railing in his tiny hands, he put his foot onto the bear's lap, the other foot up on the bear's head, and he pulled himself up into a standing position, and then he half-climbed, half-toppled over the railing and out of the crib. He landed with a muffled thump on a small mound of furry, fuzzy toys, some of them presents from relations from his first birthday, not six months gone, some of them inherited from his older sister. He was surprised when he hit the floor, but he did not cry out. If you cried... They came and put you back in your crib. He crawled out of the room. Stairs that went up were tricky things, and he had not yet entirely mastered them. Stairs that went down, however, he had discovered were fairly simple. He did them sitting down, 
bumping from step to step on his well-padded bottom. He sucked on his nummer, the rubber pacifier his mother had just begun to tell him that he was getting too old for. His diaper had worked itself loose on his journey, on his bottom, down the stairs, and when he reached the last step, when he reached the little hall and stood up, the diaper fell off. He stepped out of it. He was only wearing a child's nightshirt. The stairs that led back up to his room and his family were steep, but the door to the street was open and inviting. The child stepped out of the house a little hesitantly. The fog wreathed around him like a long-lost friend, and then, uncertainly at first, then with increasing speed and confidence, the boy tottered up the hill. The fog was thinner as you approached the top of the hill. The half-moon shone not as bright as day, not by any means, but enough to see the graveyard, enough for that. Look. You could see the abandoned funeral chapel, iron doors padlocked, ivy on the sides of the spire, a small tree growing out of the gutter.